Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we have someone who is known by many names. Some of you guys may know him as the Ops Guy, and others will know him by his real name. But today we have a real special guest in the building, product marketing manager at Rev, Farhan Manjiani. Welcome to the show, Farhan. Thanks so much, Eric. Happy to be here. How have you been doing? So far, so good. It's a beautiful weekend here in Austin, Texas. Can't complain. Amazing. Thank you so much for, for being here, first and foremost. I know a little bit about yourself, but I think you'd be sick if you could share some stuff about you. So could you tell us a bit more about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I mentioned, uh, in Austin, Texas, at, at the moment, born and raised in, in the States, uh, professionally, I started off my career in tech sales. I had a couple of startups across the world, first in, in Hong Kong and, and then came back to the States and, and bounced around to a few other places before jumping into product marketing, which is what I currently do. Uh, and I am at a place called Rev.com, which is an enterprise speech-to-text provider. And I basically work on an artificial intelligence and machine learning startup within the broader startup and focus on bringing it to market. That's really, really cool, first and foremost. And congratulations, because I know that's like a recent gig for you. So well done. I'm happy yeah, for you. Thank you. And um, out of interest and out of curiosity, what is the difference between like product marketing and product management? Yeah, great question. Uh, it's one that, that comes up all the time and, and product managers and product marketers will all probably give you different answers because it looks very different at organizations. But the way I think about it, uh, is product managers are the expert on the product and therefore the expert on the users. The product marketer is the expert on the buyer and the marketplace. Right? So the product manager is really thinking about how can I build uh, a really awesome product, right? What does that really look like fundamentally and, and working with the technical talent to like, realize that vision? The product marketer is doing uh, everything essentially after that. Um, and, and of course, is involved in, in influencing that process, but really owns making sure the product or feature, um, thinking thoughtfully about how it's actually brought to market. So internally, making sure sales, marketing, customer success, really understand how to sell, um, market, and support the product, as well as the customer really understands and is educated on why our product is uniquely uh, positioned to solve whatever pain points they have. Uh, and so you ultimately are, are representing the voice of the customer across the entire uh, organization. The product marketer should be should be the expert. Thank you so much. First of all, that like I'm not very like I'm not an expert in the area, but that was pretty good, uh, solid um, cover on product marketing and product management. Now moving on to today's main topic, I think it's really important to cover like one of the hottest tools right now. Uh, more than ever now more than ever one of the hottest tools in the market one of the biggest resources the world has available at their disposal and we're talking about the one and only LinkedIn and the first thing I want to ask you is in your view what is LinkedIn yeah it's a great question in my mind, LinkedIn, for you know, a lot of people sometimes say, okay, LinkedIn is, is the professional social media. Um, it's a place where you know, it's just another place to find jobs. But to me, it's, it's none of those. To me, LinkedIn is, is a people finder. It's where you manage and build 
uh, your relationships with the folks in your industry, with folks in other industry, where it's where I go to constantly find other people who are trying to create and build value as well as uh, build my own value. So I'm with you and I'm all for it. What I want to ask and what, what I want to say is like back in the day, so let's, let's, let's go backwards a bit in time, you would see people had a bit of a preconcepted idea about LinkedIn being just like Facebook for adults or Facebook for workers. Yeah. I, I think there was some, some sort of like analogy used around, around, around that. And, and you came, yeah. came in and you just said, uh, you don't think it's about finding jobs or you don't think it's, you don't think that is the main point of LinkedIn. You said, you're saying it's a people finder. So yeah. is LinkedIn age specific? Uh, is it, is it not? And why? Yeah, it's it's a great question, and really, like who LinkedIn is for, and, and maybe we can even get to who LinkedIn is is not for. And to my mind, there's not the the right kind of there's not a hard and fast rule around age or time in your life where LinkedIn can be beneficial um, for you. If you are looking to uh, grow your network, right? And we can get into this this uh, dirty word for a lot of people. Networking is this horrible corporate thing that, that people have to do. Uh, but but to me it's not. To me it's 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 about like I said finding like-minded people that are interested in similar things as you um, or can teach you something about something you're already trying to learn about. Right? If if those are the things that you're looking for in life, and, and that could be in high school you're trying to learn about you know getting set up for your professional career uh, in college and, and post college, uh, or even finding interesting people to help uh, to help you stand out as you're going into college, all the way to you know, I'm a senior vice president and I've been in this field for, for 20 years, maybe finance. Um, and tomorrow I want to go into, into education. I don't know anything about education. And sure, I can go back and, you know, I can go to school and get a master's degree. But in my mind, especially today, like you said, it's so easy to take a, a mini MBA class or, or mini master's in any subject by going on LinkedIn, finding people who, uh, leaders who have, uh, opinions really and, and are willing to, to share them and, and back them up with with data and experiences that they've learned and you can just learn a ton about literally any subject so who is LinkedIn for and, and what is the age um, the age where you're hungry to learn more information about something related to your personal professional development you should be on LinkedIn <laughs> that, is, that, that was amazing the age where you're hungry to learn love it so it doesn't matter if I'm like the CEO of a company. It doesn't matter if I'm unemployed or if I just recently graduated from university and now have a job or if I'm just a student in high school. It doesn't matter who I am as long as I want to get involved in that, in a tool that allows me to network and then sort of explore so many possibilities. And I think we'll, we'll get into these possibilities in just in a minute. But before we do that, I want to ask you something because you said networking so what is networking and why is networking so important yeah another another great question i think networking is is valuable because especially in in today's time right like we don't have uh the benefits at least in some parts of the world of, of social interaction consistent social interaction on a day-to-day -day basis and just imagine uh, every time you have a problem uh, the advice that was given to me early on, right when I when I was first uh, in college, my first year, is every successful CEO has a board of directors behind them, 
and the value of the board of directors that if you analyze a board of director, you'll see that everyone has an expertise in some area. Some people are really good at finance. Some people are really good at business. Some people are technology, marketing, the list, the list goes on. But in every major aspect uh, of your life, even in my mind, I always try to have a board of directors and networking it to me is consistently building up my own personal board of directors. So if I have a problem about money, right, whether I'm trying to learn more about budgeting, I'm trying to learn more about financing, right? Maybe I, I want to buy a car for the first time. I want to buy a house for the first time. I'm trying to figure out, you know, I, I, somebody tells me that I need a good credit score. Well, how do I increase my credit score? Where do I learn about all of these things? I have a set of key people that a uh, understand how I think, right? And therefore explain things to me in a way that I feel that I can understand as well as have experiences that I find uh, extremely relevant. And so networking to me is, is consistently looking at the areas of life where you're trying to invest uh, knowledge in, right? Be it your finances, your personal development, uh, maybe relationships, right? Getting a next job, breaking into an industry, moving up in your career, um, or whatever it may be, and finding a set of unique individuals who are positioned to really just give you advice, right? People that you can pick up the phone um, or send a text out of nowhere, maybe every six months, and you ask for their advice and you know that it's gonna be valuable every time, right? Friends are there for sure. Uh, and friends, you know, you can always hit up and, and vent to, but I'm sure we all have our friends that we go to vent to and we all have our friends that we get advice from, right? <laughs> and generally there are two different, different people. Uh, networking to me is, is about just taking that one step further and, and no, like, you know, you don't need to ask people like, hey, do you want to be on my board of directors or anything like that? But in my mind, just mentally, I have a short list of people for topics of, of my life that I reach out to. So we went from LinkedIn being a, a people finder that then enables you to 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 move to a certain goal, right? Because you start off by saying that LinkedIn is not a job finder, which, by the way, I totally agree. I don't think... LinkedIn is a job finder. Yes, LinkedIn can get you your next job and LinkedIn has the potential as a platform to enable you to find your next job, but it is not a job finder at its core. It is a people finder and I, and I really, really resonate with, with what you were just saying about, you know, if I want to learn more about a certain industry or if I want to learn more about a certain job or a certain field, I have the, the ability to just go on LinkedIn and just connect with people, just network, just talk and get that. Uh, valuable information that maybe like you know how how can I know more about product marketing like m most of my friends don't know anything about product marketing so yeah like I can't just drop them a text and say what is product marketing because they are going to do exactly what what I'll I'll do which is I'm going to google it <laughs> but imagine if instead of <laughs> imagine, imagine if instead of googling you could just like connect with someone who understands it and can just tell you right and you can probably think of LinkedIn as a human google in that sense and in that capacity now funnily enough LinkedIn has a lot of powerful abilities and a lot of use cases, but there are three main use cases that I, wa I want to see. I want to see spoken about. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pose the question. It's open ended for you. But what are the three main use cases for LinkedIn? And could you like define each of them and explain us a bit? Yeah, for sure. And before I do that, I just want to add uh, one more piece. And, and actually, this is one of the use cases of, of LinkedIn. I think where networking gets a, a bad rep is everyone thinks about it in, in the main way, which I just thought about, which is 
ask, 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 right? Like you have people to get things from and, and that's it. That just means to an end. But I think the reality of the situation, just like you said, right, is, is there going to be times where you have a bunch of ass and you're trying to learn something? But in, in uh, reality, you're also going to have a ton of offers as well, right? Like just like you and I first started, started chatting, uh, we saw some aligned interests. We got to know each other, our backgrounds a little bit better. Um, and suddenly there are all these like very clear opportunities where I can ask you for something, but now I also have, uh, you have a better understanding of what I can offer so that when you uh, have an ask, right? Or maybe someone comes to you with an ask. Now you have a, an even longer list of people that you can reach out to and, and build connections, right? Make connections for people. I think everyone has a ton of value to, to offer, right? Whether it's particularly knowledge about what you do professionally uh, or what you know about personally, it can be your hobbies or just something you have genuine interest in. And at the same time, you, you have ass and, and LinkedIn, one of the main use cases I think is consistently connecting the ass with the offers, right? So people are reaching out to me, uh, you know, privately saying, oh, I'm looking for this, that and, and the other. And at the, in the same vein, when I'm reaching out and, and building my own brand, right, I'm, I'm hearing people come back to me and say, hey, I have these offers. So I'm constantly uh, connecting the two in, in the background. And, and LinkedIn is, is one of the best ways I found to actually do that, to just keep track of what is everyone, what's the latest on what everyone has as, as a quote unquote ask and, and offer. Um, and actually, interestingly enough, LinkedIn has, has finally, I think, woken up and, and productized this to where today, there's a there's an option on your LinkedIn where you can uh, it's called giving advice and getting advice. You can offer up here are the topics of uh, here are the areas that you are um, most knowledgeable or most passionate about it in giving advice. But also conversely, here are some places where you're really looking for some advice. And LinkedIn will consistently suggest uh, people that you should talk to uh, and and vice versa. But whether you're looking or, or offering, so that's uh, number one. So number two, I think, is, is heavier on, on the learning side. Uh, so if in case uh, folks don't know, uh, LinkedIn a while back bought lynda.com, uh, which is all about learning, right? Tons and tons and tons of free courses. Uh, and LinkedIn learning is, is one of my favorite ways, I think, to, to pass time on the weekends as, as well as when I have a chance, just consistently make sure I'm staying up to date on some really interesting topics, right? So if you heard about product marketing today, um, or you're interested in product management, or really a, a million other things, you can go on LinkedIn Learning and go out there and try these different courses, right? Courses can be 10 minutes long, they can be you know four and a half hours, and you can get either just a, a sparkling of interest, right? See if this is, a, if you're trying to explore maybe uh, marketing as a whole, and you're not too sure if marketing is for you, Go look for a foundations of, of marketing class, right? Or you want to become technical, go look for a foundations of, of computing class, just like you would in, in college. Um, or if, if you're already a domain expert in, in one area and you're just trying to level up, there are even these advanced courses uh, on there and, and you can get uh, these certificates as, as badges of honor. Uh, and I've actually had recruiters go out and, and mention during interviews that, hey, I saw you have this you know, certification from, from LinkedIn. Can you tell me more about like where you're at in, in terms of your knowledge around this? This is a really heavy uh, emphasis or focus area for, for our company and, and this role. So that's been tremendously, tremendously valuable, right? Using LinkedIn for, for learning and, and courses. So first, uh, looking for that, that human network to, to build value as well as get value. The second is 
the development of your own uh, knowledge through through coursework. And then I think the third, um, and in some cases for many people, depending on where you are in life, the opportunity to build uh, your own brand. And I think this is this is super key. And, and this is a, a trend that we've seen kind of most recently in the last couple of months as people are getting uh, super active on LinkedIn. Uh, a, you see hundreds of people, or at least my feed is filled with hundreds of people trying to sell a course on, on how to build a, build a brand. But I think the key takeaway here is unlike a lot of places, you curate your own feed uh, on LinkedIn, right? So if there's a topic of area that you're interested in or even multiple topics, you have the ability to go out, find thought leaders in those areas, follow specific hashtags, follow specific people, companies, et cetera, that are putting out great opinions and knowledge and education about the topics you're interested in. Uh, but then in the same vein, you can also join uh, that opportunity, right? And, and produce your own knowledge about your domain area. And I think LinkedIn has changed in the last few months in which it's never been easier to have an opinion and share it with thousands of people uh, very easily by simply posting once a day, every day, right? Find your domain area, figure out what, where you have, you know, an opinion and where you want to, what you want to share it about. And then post once a day, every day, and you will be amazed at one, how much reach literally anyone can have, right? You don't have to be a, a VP or a CEO um, or work at some you know, flashy branding company. Literally just have an opinion, be consistent on LinkedIn, and it's amazing how many new and interesting people you'll, you'll meet going back to, to number one. Amazing, thank you so much. And to add on to that, so we, we, we recap a bit now. So we had the networking, we had the learning, and then this uh, third one for you is the building your own brand, which has a lot of different meanings for different people. And we could get in a whole podcast episode about that one as well. But one, one use case that, uh, the fourth use case that I think I want to throw in here, because that would be the use case that everyone expects is the, about defining the, the job. But I, I do think we need, we need to um, recognize that finding a job will come through utilizing and optimizing all the previous uh, use cases that we just spoke about, which is, which is where it comes full circle and which is why I love LinkedIn so much. But if we were to talk about finding a job just as a separate use case uh, unrelated to, to the other ones, which obviously, uh, please make sure to know that they are related. There is really interesting features that LinkedIn offers for finding jobs and, and LinkedIn has got gotten better and better over time. It went from back in the days where you had recruiters reaching out to you, messaging you, saying they have a job for you. And then when you reply, they don't get back to you in, in months to now having yeah. like a, a separate section in LinkedIn, which is the, is it called job finder or job search, something like that. And where you could easily just set the job you're looking for, set the geographic location you're looking for, and then get notified about hundreds of jobs in that geographic location around the area of job that you're looking for. And the, the better thing is that you can now even uh, utilize the easy apply button where with just a press of a button, you can just quickly send your application through for a company, which is by the way, something that I absolutely love because I am one of those guys that I hate filling out one hour long applications for jobs 
just to tell them everything that they could just see in my CV. And <laughs> that might be just an internal thing for me. And, and I have a lot of opinions on yeah. this. But the fact that LinkedIn made that easy apply button now just means that you can, you know, send your CV, email and number with a button click. And you can send out like <laughs> hundreds of applications a day. Whereas back in the days, you probably have like to limit yourself to two or three because they really take a long time and you really do want to put in the effort and stuff like that. So I'm a big, 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 uh, big favorite on, on that easy apply and the job search uh, feature. I don't know if you have anything oh, else to add. Do you want to add on to that? So, so two things here. One, uh, I used to be one of those people, right? Full disclosure, they used to easy apply like all day long. I'm like, oh yeah, I can, I can do that. That's interesting. Let me go ahead and apply. Uh, and, and the number one thing I found out of that, number one, none of the job offers I got came from easy applying. And when I thought back on it and, and talked to other folks, here's kind of what I learned. The biggest issue that I was facing with Easy Apply is uh, morale. That was one of the hardest pieces for me to maintain because I would go back and I say, I applied to 50 jobs and I landed one interview or sometimes even no interviews, right? What is going on, right? Am I really that bad of an applicant? And, and there's just seed of doubt that, that is just planted there that, that I really struggled to, to get out of. Then I, I, you know, talk to some more people, learn more about uh, how people are leveraging LinkedIn to, to completely circumvent applying at all. And now this is this is what worked for me. And, and I'll tell you a little story of, of once I stopped easy applying, what happened? What happened? So even I actually advocate for don't even apply on the website. You go to the website to confirm that a position is open, right? Because A, sometimes, right, there's things that are not connected properly or whatever. You go on LinkedIn, you found this really dope job. Um, it's perfect for you. You go to the website, turns out the application isn't even open anymore. Um, and, and, and LinkedIn just wasn't updated. So that's the only reason I'd go to the website. You don't apply. Because here's, here's a little story. I applied to a job. Uh, the company was perfect. I did all the research. The position was perfect. I looked up the team on LinkedIn. Um, they were exactly what I was looking for. I think from the problems that I could glean from what they were posting about, uh, it looked exactly you know up my alley of, of my background and where I could add a ton of value. So excitedly, I filled out the application on the website. Uh, like you said, right, went through the whole process. I had to submit a cover letter, I uploaded my resume, and then it asked me for my job history, all the all the problems that, that you mentioned. But I was like, no, this is the perfect job, right? It's, it's worth it uh, to go through all this headache, even though this process sucks. I applied. Um, and after I applied, I wanted to, to hedge against my uh, myself, if you will, in the application process. So I went on on LinkedIn, I found the hiring manager, uh, who was a CMO, right, chief marketing officer, because product marketing tends to fall in, in the marketing organization. And I clicked on um, uh, mutual connections. And I went through and I found a couple of people who I, uh, like I mentioned before, consider on my personal board of directors, particularly when it came to product marketing and learning how to be a better product marketer. So I reached out to one of them and said, hey, do you know this, uh, this CMO? Well, I'd love an introduction because, you know, there's this job and I just applied, you know, here's here's an affordable email if, if you don't mind sending this over. They were more than happy to send it over. Um, the next day I woke up, checked my email. I had been rejected from the company. Right. I am. I'm distraught. I'm, I'm going through again those those fighting those seeds of doubt. Um, you know, like, what did I do wrong? Like, I, I line up to the job description perfectly. Right. I, I feel like I tailored my cover letter perfectly, my resume, everything pointed to all signs positive, and then I got rejected. 
So I said, you know what, I just need a break. And I took the day. I turned off my, my laptop, everything. I just went out and I said, I don't want to even look at a screen anymore. I don't want to look at any jobs anymore. Come back that night and, and I was feeling a little better after taking a break. I checked my email again. Uh, I had an email from that CMO. And the person I had reached out to, right, on, on my personal board of directors to send over an email to her had done so. She looked at it and she responded directly back to me. And she said, thank you so much for applying um, and thank you so much for having XYZ reach out. I loved your background. I just happened to double check and, and look at our system uh, since you said you applied. Looks like you were screened out. I'm so glad you reached out. Otherwise, we would never be having this conversation. Do you have some time tomorrow? I'd love to chat more about your background. Right? Like, like you said, this process is broken. And if my problem with easy apply is if you're only relying on easy apply, you're missing out on opportunities. They're missing out on opportunities because you're just going into this ETS void. Your best bet is, is going directly to that hiring manager and, and making that pitch uh, like I did. That's a, that's an amazing story. So thank you so much for sharing. That's really, really interesting. And, uh, and it is funny how the world takes sometimes as well. And I do agree with you. I, I agree with the fact that we have to leverage all the resources we have in our, in our, in our playing field to then play the game, right? Because it, it, if you use that analogy, it is a game and you have to come with your A game. Um, I do think that totally. in my view, for example, with easy apply, I actually got four job offers from jobs on LinkedIn from that. But what I want to say about nice. Easy Apply and just to finish the conversation in it, because <laughs> we have spent quite enough on it, is to say that yeah. Easy Apply is just the first step, right? There is like a totally. five, six, seven step process, depending on the organization. Like after sending your application, you might have a, a screening interview. And after that, you might have a phone technical yeah. interview. And then after that, you have my, a video interview and then a physical one-to-one -one interview. So like there's a lot in assessments. So let's not even talk about assessments. <laughs> so there is like yeah. a lot, <laughs> yeah. there, there are a lot of, 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 uh, of stages. And I just, I just personally, in my view, I think like the easy apply makes that first stage just look less less uh, overloaded and more productive. But I do yeah. also agree with you totally. in the sense that like you need to make sure you're leveraging all the resources. Don't just rely on one because then you're gonna you're gonna lack on morale, like you said. So we've got all the use cases. We got the building the brand, we got the networking, we got the learning. We even talked about how all those three can enable you to get the, to the fourth one, which is finding a job, or you could just pursue that separately on the use case. It doesn't really matter. What matters is that it's a powerful tool and resource that you can use to then leverage for whatever benefits you want to take out of it. So you get what you what you put in. The question I want to ask you is, there are so many features and we're not going to talk about all of them today. But what I do want to get to is to the main key thing, which is people get on LinkedIn and then that's it. So if you can just sit here and, t and tell people, okay, get on LinkedIn, but then what do you do next? Because I feel like the problem yeah. these days is not people getting on LinkedIn. Because back in the days, that was a problem. Like people weren't really yeah. keen on LinkedIn. People just thought it was like, oh, Facebook for adults is no point. But I don't think that's the problem yeah. right now. I feel like the problem is people don't know how to use LinkedIn properly and how to optimize and make the most out of that tool. Everyone can jump on LinkedIn now. You create an account so quickly. Like it will take you like five minutes if less. But the, the key thing is what you do after. And that's why I want to ask you is one of the last questions for today is, how can people make the most out of LinkedIn? Do you have any tips or advice that you want to share? Yeah, uh, actually engage. I, I think you, you hit it on the head, right? Is, is if you think about it, 
like another social media tool, like most likely you're only, you know, one, your feed is probably just full of people you know. You may have a bunch of strangers if you just accept everyone, that's fine. But most of the time, you just peruse in your free time to pass time, right, or whatever, and you never engage, right? You're not liking, you're not commenting, you're not uh, reaching out to people personally, you're not really doing anything. One, LinkedIn is one of the key differences. LinkedIn is all about reaching out to new people. So don't be afraid to talk to strangers. And that might mean commenting on their post. If you find something interesting, that might mean tagging them. If you think uh, someone will, will find uh, some value in what you're saying, um, that may mean sending them a connection request, uh, telling them why you think they're interesting or why you want to talk to them, right? What is it that piqued your interest about them? Maybe it was a post, maybe it was their background, maybe you just watched a TED talk on them or, or some kind of, uh, you found them elsewhere, right? You go to LinkedIn to actually engage and connect, but instead of focusing on okay here's the people i know and, and what are they up to in the world it's about meeting new people right the emphasis is on uh, the strangers and making them not strangers right turning them into how linkedin calls connections right people that going back to what we talked about you can give value and, and get value from so one of my uh, goals that i've had for the last a uh, few years now is every day I want to find one interesting person on LinkedIn that's relevant to either my interests, uh, my background, etc. And I want to send them a connection request. And by connection request, right, I don't just mean sending a, a generic connection. I mean going on there, understanding uh, why is this person interesting to me, right? Maybe it's because of their role and it's a place that I want to be in the future. Are they really knowledgeable about something I want to be knowledgeable about? Uh, or they're messaging, or they're you're referencing something that I find just interesting in general, maybe it's their background, how they got to where they are today, and I'm going to send them a request with the one or two line about me and why I'm interested in, in chatting with them. And I'm going to do that every single day. And I've been doing that um, for the last about four years now. And it has been amazing, amazingly helpful. So that when I'm in a situation, right, where I have uh, a problem at work where I'm trying to learn something new or I'm trying trying to switch jobs or someone is, is uh, considering me a trusted advisor and they're reaching out to me at help for help, all I have to do is go on and just search my connections, right? It's my own personal little CRM now. I just search my connections for someone with that background or has that area of expertise and immediately I can reach uh, out to them and then build that value for someone else just as I've been finding for, for years now. So in short words, and a long story short is engage, engage, yeah. engage. And you'll, you'll be surprised because when you connect with strangers or, or the people that at that time are strangers, you'll be surprised that people actually do reply back to you. So I feel like there's a lot of like hesitation where people think like, oh, I'm going to send a message, but like, you know, no one's going to get back to me. And it was like, okay, yeah, that may happen sometimes, but that is because there are people that are not using LinkedIn properly and that, that is not, that, that's not your fault. <laughs> that's just like that's just how it is yeah. <laughs> sometimes you strike sometimes you don't but the point is people that are legit that are on that platform because linkedin is the biggest professional network in the world that's facts caught me on that uh, i hope everyone that works at linkedin is listening to this right now if <laughs> you guys know it is true and um yeah engage get out of the show and you benefit a lot whether that be building a brand whether that be on your learning side whether that be expanding yourself as well and whether that be finding your next professional opportunity, because it's also a good place for that. But just engage. Don't be afraid of that. And that is really good and great feedback on your behalf, Farhan. So thank you so much 
for giving a bit of time. I would love for us to like have a long conversation about this because there's so much more to cover. <laughs> I don't th- I don't feel like we covered even like uh, a third of what LinkedIn can can optimize for, but we did give the main main takeaways, which I think is what people will benefit the most from. The final question I have for you: What's up and what's next for you? First of all, I just want everyone to remember: can't score if you don't shoot, right? So so always shoot your shot. You never know. Uh, you might just uh, make that, that buzzer beater half-court shot. <laughs> you, you never know. It might just happen. <laughs> so go, go for it. I've cold messaged lots of CEOs of, of major companies just because, and, and uh, most of them have replied, actually. Oh, that's that's just another data point for you, uh, for you all listening. What's up for me is um, in a new job, learning about a new space, uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, specifically in uh, the voice world, right? So speech to text, converting what people are saying into text. There's a lot, a lot of interesting uh, applications and, and people uh, out there. And, and I'm slowly, slowly building my network in, in that area right now. That's my main focus. So if this is interesting to you, uh, or if you're currently studying this, or you just want to know more about it, uh, please, please, please do reach out on, on LinkedIn. I'd love to, to chat with you and, and understand more. Uh, what's next for me is is starting this new chapter of professional life and, and continuing on to not only be a product, better product marketer, but I think for me, my, my next kind of adventure is really around educating others on how they can get a step closer to their dream career. Um, for me, it's been product marketing for a long time and, and I kind of fell into it. <laughs> we didn't chat about that too much, but happy to share that story. But really going back and, and working backwards, starting off from college and just really understanding how can you kind of recognize or build out that profile of, of where do I want to be? Uh, not in five years, 10 years, I'm talking in six months, one year, the day I graduate, right? Like, what does that next step really look like? And, and how can I make sure it's something I'm really proud of and, and is really uh, launching me to the to the next chapter in my career. So if that's something you're currently struggling with, if that's something that you're interested in, in collaborating on or chatting about, uh, reach out on LinkedIn. Yeah, can you drop us your, your LinkedIn or do you, do you want to drop any any plugs, any any socials do you want to plug in? Yeah, yeah follow the ops guy uh, on, <laughs> on pretty much all platforms. I'm most active on, on LinkedIn. Uh, you can find me at uh, linkedin.com forward slash fmangiani. You can find Farhan Manjani on LinkedIn. Make sure to connect with him. A really interesting guy. Thank you so much, Farhan. The main takeaways for today is get on LinkedIn, but be productive about it. LinkedIn is the biggest professional network in the world. So get on LinkedIn and make the most out of it. And if you guys have enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to listen to the next podcast to find out what's up and what's next.